Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. There always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here is your host, Candy Messer. Hello, and welcome to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, How to Save Your Business in a Crisis, Standing on the Shoulders of Giants, informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, a link is located under the episode directory on my Voice America page, as well as links for iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abandp.com. Now let's learn a little bit about our guests today. Steve and Jamie Geffner are the creators of Geffner Productions, where they inspire business owners to step into their greatness with video. Geffner Productions offers totally done-for-you professional video production services, do-it-yourself online courses, done-with-you video services, and a new monthly membership club called Video Attraction Lab, where they support business owners to get into action with video and hold them accountable to doing videos regularly for their businesses. Before creating Geffner Productions, Steve and Jamie got their start in Hollywood, working for shows like Dr. Phil and Frasier. Over the last 12-plus years, they have produced over 3,000 online videos for hundreds of business owners for their websites, blogs, social media pages, online courses, live events, and more. Steve and Jamie have been married since 2003, and they live in Orange County, California, with their one-year-old son, Oliver Milo Geffner, baby OMG, and their 20-year-old cat, Dick Clark. So, Steve and Jamie, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Candy. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us. I'm very excited to have you. This is, of course, an important topic to really be sharing video, especially now with people at home, are kind of the things that people are really spending their time on watching. And so I wanted to talk about how business owners could really effectively use that in their business. Um, But before we get started on that topic, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about how you actually started working with entrepreneurs and their video productions. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's been quite a journey. As as you said in our intro, we both used to work in Hollywood and TV production and loved it and learned, uh, learned a lot, me more on the, the technical side of things, learning after going to film school, been working in Hollywood, learning about, you know, cameras and lights and audio and editing and all that. And Jamie more on the producing side as a producer for the Dr. Phil show for five years. And um, it was about about 12 years or so ago, we we wanted to really find a way to work together and take our skill sets. And uh, around that time, online video was really starting to become big. And we saw a need. We saw a need for entrepreneurs to really be able to use video to market themselves online. And we knew we could help. And it's just continued to grow over the years. We love working with entrepreneurs. Those are the people that are really on the leading edge and able to really shape the way things are going in this world. And so we love being able to work together and use our video skill set to help business owners really be more visible online and get out in a much bigger way. Well, on that topic, then let's start talking about why is video more important than ever right now for businesses? Yeah, you know, it's it's been important for a while. And now with everything going on in the world, uh, it's really become more of an urgent matter. It's it's so necessary to be visible with your clients and customers. And other than being in person, there's absolutely no better way to connect with people than on video. It's a, it's a really powerful way to create an emotion, emotional connection with your audience um, in a way that you can really only do if you're in person. And right now, that's just not a reality for so many people around the country, around the world. And since that's the way it is, since we can't be going networking and going to live events and speaking engagements in person and all that, showing up on video and letting your audience know that you're there and continuing to support them through this uh, through this whole crazy pandemic we have going on is uh, it's so necessary. And like I said, it's really become an urgent matter. It's so true. I, I don't think people really thought about, we all knew we should be using video, you know, but nobody knew, of course, it was going to become this imperative since everyone is supposed to, you know, stay safe at home and, 
you know, some people in other areas may be able to kind of get back a little bit. But of course, here in L.A., too, we're really, you know, still strapped down. So but as a global, this does reach globally as well, too. And people are dealing with this issue all over the place. So can you tell the business owners then why they really should be doing their video, whether they're doing it on their own or they're hiring professionals? Yeah, well, and we do recommend that you do both of those things, that you do some on your own and you do some professionally, Um, you know, depending on what kind of a service that you offer in the world. If you do a really high end service then you might want to have all of your videos done professionally. Um, However, there's still some things like Facebook lives that you should do on your own. So professionally, you want to do those main, you know, videos that people are going to see and they're going to get the first impression of your business, like your brand story video, which is one of our signature services, or a promo video for, you know, an event that you have, or a speaker reel video to help you book more speaking engagements, or really anything where you're requesting money from people, especially if you have a high-end service, you want that to be done professionally as, as well done as it possibly can. So people really get that great impression of you when they first see it. Now that said, there's lots of other videos that you should be doing on a regular basis and most people can't afford to hire professional help every time they want to do a video. So the things that you can do on your own are what we call content marketing videos. This is any videos where you're putting out information about your business on a regular basis to keep in touch with people, to nurture people along your customer journey. Um, you know, how-to videos, uh, tips videos, your Facebook lives, which obviously should always be done on your own because people don't expect a high quality from your Facebook lives. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be just sort of, you know, chatting about what's going on and giving giving information and connecting with people live and letting people connect with you. So, um, you know, definitely, you want to do a mixture of both for most businesses. And the more you can get out there and really connect with people, that's really what it's all about. Connect with people, let them know you're there, let them know how you can help and serve them and be with them, especially in this time of need, be with them and let them know that you can help them. Well, and you mentioned Facebook Live on there. I know some people might be afraid to actually be on live, like where they might stumble over their words or make a mistake or who knows, maybe there's, you know, background noise or something. So in that case, do you recommend that they go ahead and then just pre-record something and then still put it on their Facebook page? Or do you think having something that's actually live is actually really good too, just to show, you know, this is what you are during this moment, you know? I think that you should do what you feel most comfortable with and that is going to allow you to to make it happen, to get into action. A lot of people allow their fears of things like that, going live, prevent them from getting into action at all. And that's not good. You, you want to be able to, to you know, make sure that you can get yourself and your business and your company out there in a way that people are going to be able to connect with it. So if you're scared to go live, then you don't need to. Then you can pre-record a video for your business, you know, that has a lot of value in it that people would want to see that they would be able to learn something, take some great takeaway value away from. And you can pre-record that and then you can post it on Facebook and people can watch it there. Um, so I, get, I really think it's up to the comfort level of the individual because it is great to be able to go live so that you can, you know, chat with people while you're online. But honestly, most people, when they're first starting out with video, they don't have a, a, a huge group of people who are watching live anyways. Most right. of people end up watching in the replay anyways after you've posted something on Facebook Live. So it doesn't really matter. What matters is that the person who's going to be on camera feels comfortable and confident and able to give their best. And if that means that they shouldn't go live so that they don't feel you know so scared, then that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And I have one more thought on that too, in terms of when people are live, I know sometimes they'll see like people popping on and then they'll stop and they'll be like, Oh, hi, you know, how are you doing today? You know, do you recommend that they're actually kind of interacting with the people that are coming in live or just kind of do what they were planning on saying? It's, you know, social media is designed to be just that, social media. And so this is, it, it's about creating conversation and an engagement. And I think that people that pop on, that say hello, they really like being highlighted and spotlighted in that in And that acknowledged. Way, and acknowledged for being there. <laughs> so, you know, as long as it doesn't, as, as long as you're not spending all of your time saying hello, hey, Cindy, hey, right. Jack, good to see you, <laughs> and you're stable, it's still able to deliver your content, I think it's, it's a good practice to get into because it's really about keeping engaged with your audience, making people feel like you're there for them, you see them, you acknowledge them, um, and, and keeping the conversation going. But that said, when you do Facebook Live, and especially if you're continuing to comment, oh, hey, 
you know, Joe, whatever, whoever, um, your video does tend to get longer. So that's another okay. thing to keep in mind because, you know, especially on social media, people want you to get to the point right. <laughs> and, you know, and they do want to engage in the conversation, but they also don't want you to spend 20 minutes talking about something that you could have shared in five. Yeah. So right. you want to be mindful of the time that you're spending while still engaging with people and letting them know that you acknowledge and appreciate them for being their life. Right. And I think you started to touch on this a little bit earlier, but I would love to kind of just really go back and discuss if someone is doing the video on their own, how much does the quality of the videos really matter? You know, we think it matters a lot. There's a lot of people out there that are saying just grab your phone and it doesn't matter what's going on or what you look like, or what your background is or what your content is, just start talking and um, we really disagree with that. We think that video quality matters a lot. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to always do everything professionally, but it's really important to have the quality of your videos match up and represent the quality of your products and services. And, you know, unfortunately, people, most people out there are judgy. And even if it's going on in a subconscious way, you just, you don't want to give people any reasons or excuses not to want to work with you. So anything you can do um, to really showcase your authenticity, but do it in a high quality way. Um, and that doesn't mean, again, you need to do things professionally all the time. It doesn't mean you need to have fancy equipment all the time. Um, you can do really great things with natural light and your iPhone. Um, but but being conscious of everything that's going into your videos from from how you present yourself to what you say and, and what it looks like is, is, in our opinion, really important. And then touching on the kind of the definition of quality, I mean, obviously there's like the actual audio quality, the, you know, the visual quality and things like that too, which is important. And, um, but do you also then say, you know, now a lot of people are working from home and are in their casual, you know, clothes, but do you suggest also not only making sure they have great quality in terms of audio or video, but do you talk, you know, do you help them understand about what type of background you should be using or what you should be wearing or, you know, you don't necessarily want a bunch of people walking back and forth behind you. Like, do you kind of educate people on like that part of it too? Or what do you recommend in terms of the definition? All of that is really important. You know, people, like Steve said, as much as we want to say, oh, we're not going to judge you on that, we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, as human beings, we, we naturally judge people. So, yes, it matters because if you're trying to show up as a professional um, and you want people to take you seriously, especially if you have a high-ticket item, you're selling something for thousands of dollars, people have to feel confident taking that money out of their bank account and handing it over to you. So you have to make them feel confident that you are a good person to uh, do that with. And that, um, and so, yes, there's different things like what to wear on camera, like solid rich colors are best on camera. You don't want to wear stripes and plaids and um, you want to wear colors that are rich that are not going to wash you out. It's really based on your hair color, your skin color, your eye color, what colors make you look professional, make you make your image really pop on camera. And with regards to background, you also want to be in a background that's inspiring to the viewers. You know, like Steve said, you don't want to give people any reason or excuses not to want to work with you. So you need to inspire people to take action after watching your video. So that means, yes, paying attention to all the details. What kind of a setting are you in? You know, is is it just a plain white wall that just looks completely boring? We like to suggest that you have depth in in your background, meaning that we can see maybe the depth of a beautiful room behind you. Um, If it's not possible, then that's not possible. Sometimes people will get, you know, backgrounds that are suitable to, to their brand and on brand for them. But if it is possible to to have yourself positioned so that there's a beautiful room behind you with nice furniture, good colors on the wall, you know, well-positioned props in your shot, then that is going to make people feel like there's some abundance in your life. There's maybe a little bit of luxury in your life. And just remember that people want to be inspired from the people that they buy from. They want to work with somebody who's a few steps ahead of them in the key area that you are are selling your services in. So you want to be mindful of all those little details, the colors of your your shirt, the background and what that looks like, even doing your hair and makeup and just, you know, putting some effort in and attention in to how you look. That will make people feel like you care and that you're going to be detail oriented and you're going to take care of them and their money (laughs) really well when they try to invest in you. 
Yeah. And I think it's just been a little bit hard with, you know, now people have to work from home. Like before you used to have an office, maybe you could do some things. And now if you're at home, maybe you just don't have that perfect setup. So then this will be our final question, I guess, before we go to break, because we only have about a minute and a half left. But then do you recommend still just do the video, even if it's not perfect, or kind of skip the video now if your background and everything isn't going to be exactly what you hope for? You know, it's it's important to be visible and be seen. And if it's not perfect, um, that's okay. You, you want to pay attention to things and control the things that you can. And if the perfect background isn't possible based on the fact that you're recording something from home or you're, or you're using your computer and, and you're in your office and it's just not uh, perfect, then it's, it's really better to get into action. You can control the things you can. You can control your content. You can control the intention behind every video you do. Uh, you can do you know things for your own personal presentation and what you wear. So getting into action is really the key and um, doing it in as high a quality way as possible so that it stays authentic to you and on brand for you and people are inspired by it as best you can is is our suggestion even though it's maybe not going to be perfect there's still little tips and tricks and things that you can do to make it a lot better Mm -hmm. so contact us if you want to know what those are and we can absolutely help you with that right well perfect it's actually time for us to take our first break uh when we come back we're going to continue to chat with steve and jamie about using video to grow your business you're listening to biz help for you with candy messer on voice america internet radio we'll be right back after this brief commercial break it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Biz Help For You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to Biz Help For You. Welcome back to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. In the last segment, Steve and Jamie Geffner told us about their backgrounds and how they began working with entrepreneurs using video and giving us a few tips on what we should be doing. Now, let's continue our discussion. So I would love to find out what type of equipment should someone use when they're creating their own videos? You know, equipment is something that scares a lot of people and overwhelms a lot of people who maybe feel like they're not tech savvy or maybe they bought some equipment and it's still sitting in a box and they've never unpacked it because they don't know how to use it. So this is something we talk a lot about. There there are basically five main pieces of equipment to consider when you're doing your own videos. Um, you don't have to have them all when you're starting out. You can gradually grow and add things as you get more experience and as video becomes more of, of a regular habit. But the five pieces of equipment are obviously you need a camera, whether that's your phone or something like a camcorder or something a little more professional. Maybe you've got a, a DSLR or a professional camera that you, you use. Um, you need to have microphone. You need to have lights. 
you need to have an, an optional uh, a tripod for your camera. And then an optional piece of equipment is a teleprompter. Some people, if they want to do some longer content or scripted content that they really want to make sure they're hitting certain points, um, they'll grow into using a teleprompter. But in terms of specific types of equipment, you know, we teach people to start out using your, your iPhone and natural light coming in from the windows. If that's all you have, or that's all your budget allows, or that's as far as you are in terms of your tech savviness. Um, and then we also recommend as people step up their video game of, of increasing the quality of their camera. Maybe they want to get a camcorder or a DSLR because they also want to shoot pictures and shoot video. Um, even if you're using an iPhone, it's not a bad idea if you're doing a lot of videos to get a, an external microphone that will plug into your iPhone. And certainly if you're using a, a camcorder or a more professional camera, you want to have a microphone plugged in to, to really make it sound uh, higher quality. Lighting is something that is really, really important with your videos as well. If you have natural light coming in from windows that can light up your face, it adds so much to the look of your videos. If you don't, or you film at night, or you're just in a dark space, having video lights is, is really important. I love LED lights because um, they give great light, they last long, they're not breakable, um, and these days they're, they're pretty affordable as well. Um, and then, like I said, with the teleprompter, if you're producing a lot of content, maybe you're doing a, an online course or regular training videos and you need to make sure you're hitting a certain certain bullet points or certain scripted points, you might want to look into using a teleprompter. But the the most expensive piece of equipment, I like to say, is the one that you don't use because you don't know how to use it or it's, again, just sitting in that box. So mm. um, don't feel like you need to have everything when you're just starting out. You use the things that that make sense for you based on your tech savviness and your budget and then grow from there. Uh, and to be honest, I don't think I had thought about a teleprompter, but I'd love to touch on that again for a second, too. Is that something that if someone was recording a video, they need a second person there to, like, scroll up, you know, the material they want to read? Or is there some kind of handheld, you know, little remote or something that would actually scroll it for them? Like, I, I'm not aware of how do you even use that. So I would love to touch on that because I'm sure other people have the same question. Yeah, there, there's basically a very common one that we actually use with our clients as well. Our, our private video production clients is it, it uses an iPad. So the, the teleprompter unit itself sits on top of your tripod. The camera looks through the glass and then the iPad has an app on it, a teleprompter app that scrolls the script. Um, you can oftentimes use a remote. We use our iPhone. There's a, a remote that uses your iPhone to allow you to scroll it. It certainly is easier if you have a filming buddy there with you to help control the script and scroll it for you so you don't have to worry about, about it. But it can scroll at a constant speed. You can set the speed. You can set the size of the font, all of that. Um, and when we do our own videos, oftentimes there's nobody else around. And when we do use a teleprompter, we, we do that and have gotten used to it. It does take some practice to use it and to make it not sound like and look like you're reading. Mm -hmm. But if you're trying to get through a lot of content in a day, or again, if you're very specific in what you need to say, it's a really, really great tool to, to help your filming days be so much more efficient. Well, I'm glad you touched on that, too, because I didn't know you could even set it to, like, go at a certain speed. I thought you'd have to be there and, like, just as you're reading it, kind of move it up or something. So, anyway, yeah. that was a, something you new can, that I even just It learned. can go at a constant speed. And, actually, there, there are some teleprompter apps where it will do voice recognition, and it will go based on what you're saying. So, if you slow down or you speed up, it will hear your voice and actually go at the sound of your voice. So, that's uh, kind of a wow. cool thing as well. That's very cool. <laughs> Yay for technology. <laughs> I know, exactly. Making it easier, right? So there's no excuse for us not to be doing what we should be doing, right? <laughs> exactly. So, well, given the current state, obviously, of what's going on right now with COVID-19, and, you know, this is a global pandemic, how can people use the video to pivot their businesses? Yeah, that is a great, great question, and one that we're getting a lot these days. So, you know, over the years, we've learned that business is really all about relationship building. So that's the way we want to think. We want you to think about this. You know, video is simply a tool to help you do that better, to help you build relationships with people, with your clients. So there's a couple of ways. So first, you definitely want to use video to connect more regularly and more powerfully with the people who already know you. You want to become their go to resource in your specific area of expertise. Also, you want to use video to help you get clients easier and to also help you retain clients better. So let me give you an example. 
text video messages is a secret weapon of ours that we use all the time to book new clients and also to keep our current clients. That's something that's super easy. You can do it with your iPhone. You meet somebody at an event, maybe you haven't seen them in months, send them a video text message and help yourself to get them to get, you know, to get them on the phone with you or for people who are already, you know, you're already working with, send them a video text message to let them know that you're thinking about them or to share an idea with them. It really goes a really long way. Also, because everybody is on Zoom these days doing their meetings or client meetings and also online events are are people are pivoting from in-person events to online events, which is also using video to pivot your business. Um, and then the biggest one for how to use video to pivot your business is to create an online course. Um, so basically being able to leverage your expertise, uh, your time to record yourself in, in an online course, you know, in training and instruction so that instead of doing something in person or delivering something in person in some way, you can just record it and then you can sell it. And that's something that you can sell for years and years to anyone and everyone. You can market that online anywhere in the world. So many more people are going to be able to to gain information from you and to access the tools and the resources that you have available if you have your your um, your information recorded. So basically, you just you want to think about how you can create video based products and services and programs and even communication with your team, with your clients, you know, both internal and external that are going to help people feel more connected to you and your brand. That's how you can use video powerfully and how you can use it to pivot right now if you mm -hmm. can't do business the way you used to do business. Right. And it's so important for people to be able to figure out things they can be doing just to be bringing in that revenue because right now there's so many that, like you said, they can't even meet in person and that's what their business was. So using mm -hmm. this to pivot and being able to connect is really important right now. So I know you do professional video production for clients, uh, but do you also have ways to help people who want to learn to do the videos on their own? Absolutely. Well, one, one of the ways is kind of piggybacking on what Jamie was just talking about, online courses. We do have a series of online courses um, that people can, you know, you study at their own pace and learn all different aspects of video production from filming and editing to equipment to all of that. Um, we do one of our own pivots since you asked about pivots and this is your last question one of our own pivots since for the last several months we haven't been able to film in person with clients but we know people still need to be using video we created what we call our, our done with you services where we teach people virtually how to film their own videos they're able to send us footage and then we do professional editing for them so they still get high quality videos done um high you know professional edited videos done in a way that that really represents their brand but they're not investing in private video production services with us um, and we're able to do it virtually, which is really exciting. And then the, the third thing, which you, you mentioned in the intro, is what we're actually getting ready to launch here in a couple of weeks. It's, it's a, a monthly membership called Video Attraction Lab, and it's a monthly membership community to get people into action with video. It's going to be um, you know, really affordable price point. And the goal of this is to hold people accountable, all the people out there who say they want to be doing video and aren't, or they've tried it once or twice or a few times, but they're not quite sure what they're doing, or they're scared of the tech, or they're scared to be on camera, or all of the roadblocks that prevent people from really starting using video or being successful with video when they do. We're going to be addressing these on a month-by-month -month basis with fun assignments and challenges and getting people into action to do at least one good video for their business each and every month. Um, and so we're really, really excited about the opportunity because it allows us to really branch out and be able to impact way more people than we've been able to work with one-on-one -on -one, um, while really providing this such needed service of getting people into action with video so that they can grow their businesses. So we're really, really excited about Video Attraction Lab. I think that's going to be fabulous because I think it's so true. A lot of times we know what we should be doing, mm -hmm. uh, but you just need that little push sometimes to keep mm -hmm. you you know, on track. So I think that's going to be a really... I think well-received, actually, uh, item that you're going to be putting out there. So We're, we're already getting some good buzz about it. <laughs> so I would love to also touch on some of the biggest video mistakes that business owners make. I know we just kind of talked about a little bit with backgrounds or things before, but I'm sure there's some other things that we could touch on besides just, you know, the background or your hair or whatever that people make. So let's touch on those. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's some big picture ones. So let me just go through a few of the biggest big picture ones. So first is not doing video at all. 
<laughs> right? Okay. So letting fear get in the way, letting the overwhelm get in the way, letting something get in the way. You know you want to do it, but you don't get started. So that's obviously the biggest mistake. And then the second biggest mistake is not having any type of strategy whatsoever with your videos. So basically like, you're like, okay, I know I need to do video. And you're just like throwing spaghetti up against the wall and seeing what sticks seeing you know what works without really knowing how to measure your success and your results that is a recipe for a disaster because you're probably not going to get the results that you have built up in your head and then you're probably going to quit so you definitely want to have a very clear strategy and intention behind every single video that you do for your business every video should get you specific results also another big mistake is we touched on this earlier is just not paying attention to quality in terms of things like your own appearance, you know, um, you know how you look, what you wear, uh, the effort that you put in to get yourself ready out of respect for the people who are watching your videos. Also the look of the video, obviously good lighting, good audio, you know, a good, uh, good picture quality, um, you know, an inspiring background, as we said before, you really do need to inspire people into action. If they're not inspired after watching your video, you did not do your job. So keep that in your mind. You're not doing video just for the sake of doing video. You're doing video to get results. Also, I think another huge um, mistake people make is that they don't understand that using video is about them. It's not about you. It is about all of the people that you can help and serve by sharing your message. And and people are often shy to be on camera because they, they say, oh, I don't want to make this all about me. But the truth is that sharing key parts of your personal story, your personal journey is really not for you. It might be about you because it's about your story, but it's really a gift to your viewers when you do that because it helps them to be able to make a decision to buy from you it makes it, it may, helps them be able to make a buying decision quicker and to feel confident in that decision. Just think about it. In this day and age, there's so much competition for every single area of expertise, every single product, every single service, every single program or solution. People have a lot of anxiety about they have a problem, they need a solution, but there's a thousand choices to choose from. Who mm -hmm. do they pick? What service do they go with? You know, is that the right one? Or is that person or company going to be able to help them? If you put together a good video that really shares who you are, what your solution is, you, what's different about your company, it helps a buyer to be able to feel good about, wow, okay, I found Candy Messers, the perfect person for me. <laughs> I totally need to work with her. I totally resonate with her values and what she has to offer. And I know she's going to be able to help me. It helps them more than it helps you. You know, it's not about being showy or, you know, oh, I just wanted to hear myself talk. It's really about helping and serving the client and the customer. So you want to focus on them, not you. And if you do that, you're going to take a lot of the anxiety that comes from thinking, what should I wear? What should I say? You know, all these things that you have in your head. Am I good enough? Do I know enough? Am I enough of an expert? Who am I to be saying this? All the fears we have. If you focus on the, the viewer, the person who you're trying to help and serve, who really needs what you have to offer, a lot of those fears are going to instantly go away. Yeah, that's so true. Like I said, I think it is where a lot of people are afraid to just to get on camera and they are nervous about, you know, if I say this or that, you know, I'm going to mess up my words or whatever. But like you said, if you're really just trying to express how you can help someone, you know, that's going to come across in the long run. No one's perfect. And, I, you know, hopefully people aren't, you know, getting frustrated, like, oh, she messed up there. And, you know, you're trying to do your best, right, and share what you have. And I think that's the most important thing. But I know we all get nervous and think we're going to, you know, make a mistake or something. But like you said, if we just keep in mind, what is the purpose of this video? The purpose is to really just get our message out there that we want to help those in need, then that's really the goal. And just think about it this way, too. If a person is complaining about, I don't like this, I don't like that, that is not your ideal client. And even if that person did choose to work with you, they're going to be a huge pain. It's not going to be <laughs> worth it to have the client who's going to be so caught up on all the things you did wrong, all the mistakes you made. You want to be with people who value you for what you do bring to the table, what you do have to offer, not that you're perfect, but right. that you can help them. And so for anybody who's going to spend their time complaining about those little things, you don't want them anyways. That is so true. <laughs> Glad we, you mentioned that too. Well, believe it or not, it's actually time for us to take another quick break. Be sure to hang around to hear more from Steve and Jamie Geffner of Geffner Productions on using video to grow your business. We'll be right back after a brief commercial break.
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to BizHelp for You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to BizHelp for You. Welcome back to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer. Today, I'm chatting with Steve and Jamie Geffner of Geffner Productions. Let's find out a bit more information from them on how to use video to market your business. So there are a lot of business owners who want to do video, but they haven't even started yet, or maybe they've done it a few times and they've stopped. What advice do you have for them and how can you actually help encourage them to continue? Yeah, there's there's such a huge gap from what people say they want to do and what they actually do, we've noticed. There's so many people that we talk to who want to do video. They tell us they want to do it. And they haven't. They've never gotten started. Or maybe, like we said earlier, they've tried it once or twice and nobody watched and they gave up and they got frustrated and um, it just didn't work out like they thought it would. So, um, you know, we want to really get people into action and not let things like the fear of the camera or overwhelm of tech or, or worried about things really hold them back. And there are really simple strategies that you can use that decrease the fear. Part of that comes with experience, and, and the more you do it, the easier it gets over time. Um, but there's simple things that you can do to be prepared every time you go to record a video to really understand the technical part. And again, not being overwhelmed with, I need to have all this fancy equipment. You can get started where you are. Um, but ultimately, it really starts with first having a desire, I want to do this. And then having the commitment that you're actually going to do what it takes to get into action. And when you have the desire and that desire is strong enough and you have a commitment to actually get it done, that's when you actually get it done. Mm, That's so true. (laughs) So then let's touch on how we can use video to actually make more money in our businesses. Yeah. So it's actually pretty simple. Um, The bottom line is, is that you can make money by infusing video into each and every part of your customer journey. So basically every business already has some sort of a path or some sort of a journey that customers need to go through to get them, you know, from someone who doesn't even know that your company exists, they don't know who you are, all the way through to becoming a loyal customer of your business and hopefully even an ambassador for your brand. So whether you're utilizing the customer journey strategically already, or if this is, you know, and and you're conscious about that, um, or if you're not, you can always be more effective at using video in the stages of the customer journey. So just to make this really, really easy, we like to compare the customer journey to having a love relationship if you were looking for a partner and you wanted to like, you know, find somebody, get married, fall in love and maybe start a family. So um, really, really simply, you know, those the stages in a love relationship are you have to meet somebody and then you once you meet someone you like, you start to date them. Right. And to make right. sure they're the right one for you. And then once you um, decide this is the right person for you, then you ask for their hand in marriage. 
And then once you get married, you need to keep them. You don't want to like, you know, spend all that time finding someone and then you get a divorce right away. And then you want to grow your family. So there's five stages. And these stages really line up with the path that a customer takes. Because the biggest point that we want people to take away about this is that you're in a relationship with your potential clients and customers so that they can become loyal, you know, customers of your business. You want to always treat it like you're in a relationship. So for example, there's the first phase is brand awareness and differentiation. People need to find out about your business. You can use video in that phase to, to help more people find out and know that you're a good fit. The second phase is dating, which in business is the client nurture process. People need to know once they find out about you that you're going to take care of them. You need to share valuable information with them so that they feel taken care of and like you're the go-to expert in your industry. Then you move on. Once they know you and you've been nurturing them over time, then you can ask for a sale, right? Just like you don't want to ask for marriage on the first date, you don't want to ask for a sale the first time somebody finds out about your business because they're going to think you're slimy or sleazy. Mm -hmm. So that's making an offer and also getting a sale. So you can use video to increase your conversions in every way that you're using, you're trying to get a sale, you can use video to increase conversions. Then once you have the customer, the next stage is client retention. That's where you keep the marriage alive. You know, you, you don't want to spend all this time trying to get good customers and then they fall off because you didn't take good care of them once you have them, similar to a love relationship. So there's lots of ways to use video to retain customers. And then finally, you know, once you get to that stage where you're ready to grow your business, um, it's using video to get more referrals, creating momentum beyond just you. You don't want to be the only person who's screaming and shouting about your brand and how amazing it is. You want to create loyal fans and customers that can then turn into brand ambassadors for you. So we just teach people how to use video in each of the phases of the customer journey so that what they're already doing, they can just do it better. They can do it more effectively. They can get more conversions. They can get more people that are loving what they're up to and keep them over time. Right. And I think what would be great is if we just touch on on this topic where you have these five different phases and, and you know you can use video in that. Could you give an example maybe in each one of those, what you would suggest someone could do. So, you know, you're reaching out, you know, to make the connection. Now you're dating, right? You know, you're (laughs) nurturing, whatever, like give an idea of each. A really quick example. Okay. So for step one, you're going to meet people. That's brand awareness. You want to do a really good video professionally is what we recommend. We call it a brand story video that tells people who you are, what you do, why you do it, what's different or unique about you. Um, so that when they first find out about you, they know right away, I know what this company is about. I totally want to work with them. And then they'll be interested to learn more. So that's the first phase. Second phase is the dating phase or nurture phase. That's for content marketing videos, videos where you put out content without the intention of you're not trying to sell anybody anything. You're just trying to provide value. So you can do Facebook lives as a good content marketing video. You can do pre-recorded tips videos, um, how-to videos, really anything that's going to provide value or advice to your customers on an ongoing basis so you can nurture them along. Then the third step is the ask phase, asking for marriage or asking for a sale. So that's a perfect example is a sales page video. If you have a page on online on your website, a landing page of sorts that you're driving traffic to, when people get to the sales page and they're going to have to read this long sales page, people will watch a video and engage with that more than having to read a whole sales page. So put together a video that sort of represents the information that's on the page already that's going to help increase conversion. People are 64% more likely to buy something from watching a video than just reading copy. So that's a great way to use video in that ask phase. Um, let's see. Then you're trying to keep them. Steve, help me out here. Client <laughs> yeah, retention. Jamie mentioned the text videos earlier is a great way to, you know, facilitate a great relationship with your current clients and really have people know that they're taken care of and that you're there for them and and uh, en- enhancing their client experience. Um, and then finally, in in the growth and referrals phase. Um, you know, you can do things, you can even use your brand story video, which makes it easier for people to send that to someone to refer you. Um, or you could use use videos specifically to, um, you know, uh, go to your clients and say, hey, we're doing an event and we'd love you, your help in filling our event and, and getting referrals that way. Or we've got a special going on. Who do you know who might be able to take advantage of that? So 
it, obviously there's a lot of different types of videos in each of the five phases, but it's it all starts with intention. What am I trying to accomplish with any video that I'm doing? Am I trying to create brand awareness? Am I trying to um, you know, get more referrals? Am I trying to get a sale or an opt-in or whatever it is? If you can start off with a very clear intention, it makes the creation of that video and the results from that video so much more powerful. Perfect. And then I know for those who maybe need to do it themselves, uh, you probably have some tips on what they could be doing. So do you have something you could share with them? Yeah, there's so many things to focus on. Um, I, I think a, a big one that comes to mind is what we call, we created something called RPRP, Real Person, Real Problem. And every time you do a video, think about one person that you know or someone who would be a perfect match for the content you're delivering and think about a specific person and talk to them. Don't worry about a thousand or a hundred thousand or a million people or whoever might be watching your video. Think about one person who's watching your video. What is their problem or challenge and what is the solution that you can give to them? Whether it's content, whether it's a, a, you're offering them to join a, a program of yours, whether you're just sharing a message of inspiration, whatever it is, um, think of a real person with a real problem and, um, and that helps creating content so much easier. That's that's uh, one really simple thing and, and tip you can do for when you're doing it on your own. Jamie, you want to? Yeah, wanna there's another really obvious one that I love sharing, and this is whether you're using your your um, computer to record or your iPhone or just a regular camera. It's to look directly into the camera lens. So, mm -hmm. you know, especially this day and age, you know, using Zoom so much, people like look down at the screen, look at the person who's talking, look at yourself <laughs> while you're talking. Right. It's really tempting to do that. Looking directly at the viewer really helps build an emotional connection. Um, it makes them feel like you're making eye contact. So you want to think of the camera lens, whether it's on the top of your computer, you know, there's that little green light right next to it is the camera lens, or on your iPhone, you have to figure out which side the camera is on and look directly at that. Think of the camera lens as your customer's eyes. You know, think of it this way. When you're in person with someone, you're having a conversation, you're looking them directly in the eye. It's a sign, I'm listening to you, I care about you, I respect you. You're not looking down at your phone or looking at something else because then the other person feels like you don't care and you're not listening, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're on camera always 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 know exactly where that camera lens is and do your best to resist the temptation to look elsewhere and look directly into the camera lens so the person on the other end feels like you are talking directly to them that's a huge one especially when doing videos for your business and it does it does take some practice but it does make a huge difference if you can uh, get that right yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I see that a lot too. And I know people are probably looking at themselves in their own screen and not realizing, yes, I should be looking off to, you know, the side where or on the phone if their phone is sideways or whatever. But yes, that's yeah. a great tip. Um, one last question. I know we have a few minutes before we're closing. I just would love you to just answer um, if someone wants to get a testimonial and now we're not near each other, do you just say, customers, can you just record something and send it to me? Or what would you recommend on that? And then um, we'll end up closing the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our testimonials are such a great way to help promote your business. And if you can get them on video, it makes it way more powerful than that, than if they're just a written testimonial on your website, which is also great. Um, you know, in this day and age, it's not unusual to ask someone to do that. And it's so easy these days for people to grab their phone or use their computer to record something to send it to you. Um, you know, I would give them a little bit of guidance in terms of uh, the types of, of bullet points you want them to touch on for whatever is most important for the type of testimony you'd like to receive. Um, but I, I think asking for it isn't out of line. And if you can gather enough of them um, to sprinkle throughout your website, to use on social media, to use on sales pages, uh, and in other ways in your marketing can be a really, really powerful way to let people know that you're legitimate, that you actually do get results for people because when they can see a testimonial on video, it just creates that emotional connection that, that there's a real person out there who's used your products and services and benefited from them. Um, so I would definitely recommend testimonials. It's, it's a very, very common thing that we do for clients, for ourselves, and, and really powerful. It's always more powerful for other people to talk about you than for you to talk about yourself, bottom yeah. line. <laughs> Very true. But we're at the end of the show, and I want you to share the offer that I know you mentioned a little bit earlier. I assume that's probably what you want to offer. But offer and how can listeners connect with you? 
Yeah, we'd love, love, love to get people um, to learn more about our video attraction lab. And again, it's it's a monthly membership community where we're really focused on getting entrepreneurs into action with video to do at least one good video for your business each month. Obviously, many people are going to do more than that, but we want to hold you accountable. We want to eliminate all the obstacles that you have about fears of the camera, about the technologies, about what kinds of videos to do, or what do I say in those videos, or what do I wear, or where do I post them? Um, all of those questions about why you either haven't gotten started with video or or why video just really hasn't quite worked out the way you thought it would so far, um, we're going to get you into action and hold you accountable and hold your hand and do it in a really, really powerful way. The, the official launch of our membership is at the end of July. July 27th is where we're opening up uh, enrollment for founding members because uh, we're, we're launching this ourselves. So we're welcoming founding members that are going to actually help us shape this as we move forward and grow the community. Um, people can learn more by going to videoattractionhq.com, videoattractionhq.com. Uh, currently, uh, we're, we're only opening up enrollments a few times a year. So for people that want to get in, um, definitely reach out and connect with us. Uh, you can learn more again at videoattractionhq.com. And otherwise, if you have any specific questions about anything video related or, or want to learn more about anything that we do have going on, you can reach out to us directly. Um, my email address is steve at geffnerproductions.com. Jamie is jamie at geffnerproductions.com, spelled J-A-I-M-E. And uh, we just, you know, at, at the end of the day, we just love helping people get into action, be more visible, make a bigger impact. And we know that there's no more powerful way to do it than with video. So it's, it, it, it's what lights us up and we love seeing people get results with it. Well, this has been great. I've so enjoyed having you as guests and just sharing your expertise and helping those just get a little bit more comfortable with using video for their business. So thank you so much, Steve and Jamie, for joining me. Our Thanks pleasure. for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us, Candy. And I just want to thank the listeners also for tuning into the show today. I hope you found this topic interesting and it answered some questions about how you can use video to grow your business. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Steve and Jamie at the links they shared, or you can send us a message at media at abandp.com. And would you please share our show information with those you know? I'd really appreciate your support. Next week's topic is building a business while working a full-time job. I hope you can join us for this presentation. And please remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. Links can be found on my Voice America page. Remember to tune in each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you can't join us for the live show, you can find the episode saved on the business channel on voiceamerica.com. Or find the podcast posted on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a terrific week.